welcome to episode number 13 of Heading North. I'm your host, Nick, and this week I would like to talk about some best practices for choosing your tent. But first, I'd like to apologize for the possible sound quality issues as I am recording in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, while I am on work travel and do not have all the soundproofing equipment that I do in the studio. So bear with me. I I hope you guys still enjoy. Your choice in tent can vary widely depending on multiple different factors. I would like to look at what factors come into play as well as make some recommendations to assist in your choice when it comes time to purchase a tent, as well as make some recommendations to assist in your choice when it comes to purchasing a tent. The first step of choosing the right tent is understanding the different types of tents, how they're used, and the features that are available. First, let's look at the seasonality of tents and what that means. A tent seasonality is meant to inform a buyer of the weather and elements that specific tent is able to withstand while keeping its inhabitants comfortable. The classifications of seasonality as it pertains to tents are made up of three-season, extended three-season, and four-season tents. Three-season tents tend to be the most popular option for hiking and camping and offer protection from elements in the relatively temperate conditions of spring, summer, and fall. These tents tend to come with a rain fly that can be added above the tent to protect its inhabitants from rain, light snow, and wind. Three-season tents are often equipped with an ample amount of mesh panels to offer abundant airflow through the tent. When properly pitched, three-season tents can withstand downpours but are not suited for harsh storms, high winds, or heavy snow. The three primary functions of a three-season tent are to keep you dry from light snow and rain, protect you from bugs, and provide privacy. Three- to four-season tents or extended three-season tents are engineered for prolonged three-season camping. The goal of extended three-season tents is to be suitable for summer camping but able to be used during early spring and late fall when moderate snow may be encountered. Three to four season tents typically include one to two more poles, as well as fewer mesh panels, making them sturdier and warmer than a standard three season model. The goal of an extended three season tent is to provide balance of ventilation, strength, and warmth retention. Four season tents are engineered to withstand substantial snow loads in very inhospitable conditions. Mountaineering tents can be used in all four seasons, and chief function is to be able to withstand severe weather during the winter and in areas above the tree line. Four-season tents are made of a stronger poly material and offer very few mesh pockets as well as rain flies that extend very low to the ground. These tents are primarily dome in shape, eliminating flat surfaces that collect snow. Tents also have different structure styles. Each style varies in dimensions and usability. Today I'd like to discuss 11 different styles of tent that are commonly used. Basic ridge tents are the most commonly known style of tent and form an A-frame shape. They garnish a pole at either side of the tent and at times a cross pole making the ridge to hold up the tent's shape roof. Ridge tents tend to be very easy to set up and are remarkably stable. They however do not offer an ample amount of head height in any other space than the ridge of the tent. For taller individuals or if your intent is to spend large amount of time in your tent, these may not be the best options. Dome tents offer more overall headroom across a wider floor area. They are tall at their peak, but some space is lost as the side tapers down to its base. These tents use flexible poles to form a half circle, with both ends fixed to a strong tape or straps running across the base. Smaller dome tents offer a considerable amount of structural integrity, but often lose that stability with larger models. Geodesic tents use poles to crisscross over the surface of the tent, intersecting to form triangles. This distributes the stress across the structure, making it the most stable type of tent for extreme weather conditions. Semi-geodesic tents use a similar principle with less poles and is used for slightly less extreme conditions. 
Unless you are hiking up Everest, semi-geodesic tents are a strong, lighter weight option when camping on mountains or in wind-exposed terrain. Instant tents or quick-pitch tents are made of a coiled sprung frame fitted into the fabric of the tent. By twisting the frame, the tent becomes a circular package. When released, the tent springs into place, allowing for a very easy and simple setup. Some setups are as easy as throwing the tent and it just opening on its own. At their start, instant tents were only suitable for good weather conditions, though recently these tents have become more robust. Though I would still only recommend these for fair to good condition weather. Inflatable tube tents are another option when looking for fair to good weather suitability and an easier setup. These tents are great for car camping, but they tend to be one connected piece causing the inability to separate materials for hiking and are often made of a heavier, more durable material, increasing the weight immensely. Another quick pitch option is the knuckle jointed system tent. This system is based on a spring knuckle or elbow joint that can hold a flexible pole straight or be broken to let the pole bend. Knuckle jointed tents are permanently fitted to the fabric, allowing its users to unfold the tent into shape, making for an easy setup and takedown. It is very similar to opening an umbrella. If using one of these tents, be very careful not to pinch your hands at the joints of the system. Tunnel tents offer a larger amount of space than something like a dome tent and similarly use flexible poles bound into a semicircle. When placed in cadence with each other, the semicircles form a tunnel. If you plan to camp with your family or a large group, this would be an option to consider. Tunnels come in a large variety of sizes and styles. I'm going to apologize ahead of time for my pronunciation of this style of tent, but it always gets me. The vis-a-vis tents are similar to a dome or tunnel tent with added rooms to increase space within the tent. These tents commonly have a roomy center area in either a dome or tunnel shape with a room at either side. Similar to the vis-a-vis, pod tents are the largest tents on the market today. They have a central living area with several sleeping areas known as pods around the central structure. These are great options for large group camping, but there are a few things to keep in mind while you plan to use them. Some campsites charge extra for such a large footprint. The tent can also be very heavy and can be a challenge to pitch. Now that we know the seasonality and styles of tents, let's look at the features and other considerations required to choose your tent. When overall height and the ability to stand in your tent is a must, peak height needs to be the focus in your choice. This information can be found in the tent specs charts. If head height is important, then I would suggest something like a cabin style and or dome style tent. These will allow for more headroom and possibly allow you to stand, especially at the center of the tent. For those who are taller than 6 feet, or if you enjoy some additional space, consider a tent with a floor length of 90 inches as compared to the more common 84 to 88 inches. When camping with your family or large group, I would recommend evaluating the amount of and orientation of the doors the tent has. This will help avoid the need to climb over each other for those late night bathroom breaks. Tent poles tend to come in almost all tent options. A tent's pole structure helps determine how easy or hard it is to pitch as well as the tent's weight. Fewer poles allow faster setup, but along with fewer poles, it is important to look at the tent's use of clips or sleeves to judge just how easy that setup may be. Many tents have a combination of both to combine ease and structural integrity. A rainfly is a separate waterproof cover designed to fit over the roof of your tent. Most tents come with a rainfly, but it is important to know ahead of time in case you need to purchase one separately. You can use a rainfly whenever rain or dew is expected, or any time you want to retain some extra heat. There are two options as far as rainflies go. Roof-only rainflies allow more light and views while offering fair rain protection. 
Full cover rain flies offer maximum protection from wind and rain. Similarly to hammock material ratings, denier specs are a large consideration for choosing the right tent material. Higher denier canopies and rain flies are more rugged and reduce the odds of leakage. Lower denier materials are lightweight but offer less protection and degrade faster. When camping, you may find a need to store muddy boots or your pack in a dry area away from your sleeping space. Vestibules are shelters or awnings that attach to your tent for the purpose of storing these items. Mesh panels are often in the ceiling, doors, and windows of tents. These allow for ventilation. In severe weather conditions, it is recommended to find a tent with less mesh panels to retain warmth and protect from rain, wind, and snow. In temperate to warm climates, more mesh panels may be needed to maximize airflow as well as your view. Interior loops and pockets allow for storage of small items and hanging items such as lamps and other lights. There are also items you may choose to add to your tent setup. Footprints are a custom-fitted ground cloth that goes under the tent floor. These will protect your tent floor from rocks, twigs, and dirt, prolonging the shelf life of your tent. Gear lofts are interior mesh shelves that allow for greater volume of gear storage, and stakes and anchors are also needed in varying site conditions to moor your tent to the ground. To conclude this week's episode, I implore you to follow these steps in choosing your tent. Identify the number and size of the individuals using your tent. Understand the weather conditions in the areas you are planning to use the tent. And identify what you plan to use your tent for. These plans may include distance backpacking, overnight backpacking, car camping, or group camping. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Music in this episode was created by Asylum Music and Media Works. And if you would like to learn more from Heading North, visit www.headingnorthpodcast.com. To find Heading North on Facebook or Instagram, search Heading North Podcast or search Heading North Pod on Twitter. To support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash Heading North Podcast or go to www.headingnorthpodcast.com forward slash shop.